All right, bradcooney.com in association with HCN Networks is absolutely overjoyed to have on singer from The Voice Season 8, Jordan Smith. Jordan, first and foremost, congratulations on a fantastic audition, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. All right, man, so let's get into this. Uh, I guess the first thing I want to ask you is the song that you picked was a very, very difficult song, uh, Chandelier. Um, I like the song. I thought you did a fantastic job with it. Challenging song. Well, So what was the thought process behind selecting that song for your blind audition? Yeah, well, first of all, um, thank you. I, I appreciate that compliment. Um, I knew that uh, this audition was a really big deal, and um, I wanted to kind of do something, you know, to, to make me stand out, if at all possible, um, in the coach's mind. And so um, kind of the process that went into picking this song, I knew that if I could actually pull it off, which is, you know, <laughs> that it would be impressive. <laughs> exactly. And so uh, that was kind of the, the reason, first and foremost, that I picked the song. Um, but part of it is also, um, you know, the song has the song has a particular message. And while it's not my normal, it's not the normal thing that I would usually do, um, I did believe in the kind of the message of the song. And once I researched why Sia wrote it, you know, I just, I think that there's a powerful message in it and that it can be inspiring and it can inspire hope in people. But also um, part of the message was uh, just me singing the song in itself. Um, I know that that was different and it was unexpected and mm -hmm. um, I wanted to say, you know, that it's okay to be different and it's okay to break the mold and be unexpected and so I felt that that was kind of the perfect song to really uh, show that and so kind of the song itself was the message that I wanted to get across. And you did it so well and it's in, I'm, I'm sure it's inspired a lot of people across the country that watched it. Now all four judges, coaches, turned for you. Um, that that must have been like a 10,000 pounds off your chest, first of all. First off. Um, were you prepared to get four turns? Did you think that was going to happen? Um, yeah. The, um, the fact that, number one, you're just singing to the backs of these yeah. superstars is, is such a, such a high-pressure situation. And so that was, that was crazy in itself. But um, honestly, I just went into the situation hoping to even get one chair. Um, you know, earning a spot on the show, I think a lot of people, you know, would say that the earning a spot on the show was the main goal, and everything after that, you know, was just an added amazing bonus. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that uh, getting four chairs, that was a huge compliment, and that I spoke a lot, I think, about, um, I think a lot about the song, and I think that um, it was a huge honor for all of them to turn around and, and show that they wanted the chance to work with me, but uh, I was just focused on getting that one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this. When, when, when you're performing up there and you're singing, um, are you really dialed into the song, or can you, did you take notice of the reactions, like when Gwen turned around? I think she had the biggest reaction, because like you said, your voice doesn't really fit your, what you look like. Um, so when she spun around, right. she was like, wow. Did, did you did you dial into that at all, or were you just too focused on the, on delivering the song at that point? Um, I really was focused on delivering the song. Um, after after the first year turned, uh, Blake was first, and after he turned, I kind 
kind of relaxed a little bit and I, you know, had a relief that I knew that I was, you know, on the show no matter what. I had made a team and so mm-hmm. after that I just really tried to enjoy it and perform well instead of, you know, having to worry about trying to impress someone enough to make it onto the show. Um, so I was very into the song and in that in that room, you know, the audience is going crazy. There's they're such a good audience and yeah. they're clapping for you and cheering and so it's such a high pressure, high energy moment that you almost don't even realize when they turn around. And so mm-hmm. uh, it was really interesting for me to get to watch it back again um, on the premiere and see their reactions because it was it was something that I didn't get to yeah. fully the first time. Yeah, and I, and I had a feeling that's happened. I had a feeling that's what happened. That's why I asked. It's, it's, when you look at it after the fact, you probably saw some different angles um, that you didn't notice while you're up on the stage. Okay, so. Yes, you, so you picked Adam, um, and man, who doesn't love Adam Levine? I mean, the guy's brilliant. He's a great, great singer. I mean, the guy's—he's a great guy. Um, but I want to get your thoughts on exactly why. What was it about Adam that 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 stuck out above all the other judges? Well, first of all, my girlfriend would agree with you that he's pretty great. <laughs> I bet a lot of girlfriends across the country would agree. <laughs> yes. <sir>. Um. <laughs> Adam, Adam, uh, he stuck out to me because they all had really great things to say, and I was, honestly, I was just blown away by um, the compliments they gave me, but also they seemed to really understand me as a person after I got to tell them a little bit about my story and everything, and I really appreciated that they appreciated that part of the audition, not just the singing, but also my story. Um, And so they had a lot of great things to say, but Adam... um, I don't know, he acted kind of in a way that isn't usual for him, and um, he he said some like pretty heavy things, and while I'm, while I'm not sure exactly if I am the most important person that's ever been on the show, I mean, I think that's a pretty bold statement. Yeah. And for him to say that, um, it meant a lot to me, but it showed me that he was, you know, emotionally invested, mm. and I had an emotional connection with him that I was hoping would eventually help us cultivate a good working relationship. Because uh, mm-hmm. this whole thing is about learning for me and getting better and, and really trying to improve and, and work on my skills and protect my craft. And, you know, like you said, he's an amazing musician. He has an awesome ear. And not only did I know that I could learn from that, but I knew that if we did share that connection and if he was invested in me emotionally, like he seems like, then, uh, then we would have a good working relationship together. And, I, and I, you know what? I truly believe that he was moved. I think I think your performance and your words. I think you really. I don't think he's he was just selling, you know, blowing blowing smoke. I think he was really sincere. Yeah, I felt I felt a lot of sincerity in what he had to say. I think that he was really being authentic in that moment, mm-hmm. and I, I appreciated that. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, you know, you know, your life obviously is about to change as far as notoriety. Um, you know, as this show goes along, I mean, you're going to get more and more people stopping you for autographs, I'm sure, and pictures. And um, but at the same time, you 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 come across to me as a kind of person that's going to really capitalize on this opportunity to help to help people that are maybe bullied or people that maybe don't have confidence. Is that, is that one of your goals here, to really reach out and use this opportunity to help people? Um, yeah. Um, like you said, things are, I feel like, really about to change. And already there's just been such a huge reaction that I didn't expect from the audition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's been so overwhelming. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm really thankful, you know, that people are so supportive and, and that um, 
that everyone's been interested in hearing my story and hearing a song. But yeah, one of the one of my main one of my main reasons for doing this is for the platform. And um, I do hope to inspire people. And, and I know that can be in a lot of different ways. And um, I know there are people that deal with self-confidence issues and bullying and things like that. But even beyond that, I just think that we are in a hurting world. And I think that even even if I had the chance to just sing one song on the show and if no chairs are turned around, I wanted to use that chance to somehow, somehow reach someone if at all possible. And so mm-hmm. I think moving forward, that is something that I'm interested in is not only just inspiring people with my story, but inspiring people with good music and, and showing that there's still good music out there and mm-hmm. there's still uh, good musicians that, you know, are, are working hard to find their place in the industry. And that, you know, I don't necessarily fit the mold as far as what the industry, you know, standard is for your appearance or... <laughs> the or pop star look. Um, I'm, I'm trying to prove, you know, that that you can break that mold and that you can still be successful by just being comfortable and confident in who you are. Yeah, I'm 100% behind you. Um, not everybody looks like Justin Bieber. You know, I, I, wish, I wish I looked half as good as Justin Bieber's or Adam Levine's. You know, it's just... And not everybody has the, gene- the genetic cards <laughs> that others do. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and you touched on on music a minute ago. Um, who, who are some of your musical influences? Um, you mentioned before that the song you did, the audition wasn't really a type of song you always do. So talk about that a little bit. What are some of your musical in- influences? Um, well, growing up, I, I started singing in church at a really young age, and so um, I love church music. I love singing in church. I love leading worship. Um, that's a big part of who I am is my faith, and um, I was actually really happy to be able to share just a little bit of that, you know, in my story on the show. Yeah. So um, that's kind of, I, you know, growing up, I was really inspired by black gospel and mm. um, and gospel music, southern gospel music. Um, I love just like. Uh, high harmonies and things like that but um, you know I also enjoy pop music and I love I love lots of different kinds of music all the way from Whitney Houston all the way over to artists like Jesse J and mm-hmm. uh, Sarah Bareilles is one of my favorite you know singer songwriter type thing so I, I pull from a, a large pool of influences I think and I think that you can kind of hear that a little bit in my voice um, I am a pop singer but I also have a little bit of R&B, soul kind of, you know, stuff in there. So I, I pulled from a lot of different influences. You know, there was one note you hit in that song where I was like, oh, Freddie Mercury. I hear Freddie Mercury and Queen in there. <laughs> I've gotten that a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a pretty nice compliment. Freddie Mercury's an, an amazing, or, you know, God rest his soul, right. an amazing vocalist. Um, how, how long have you been singing? I know you mentioned church, but, like, how old were you? Let me ask you this. How old were you when you... You you realize, hey, you know, I'm pretty good at this singing thing, and like when other people really started noticing it, also. Um, I really think um, I think I noticed my love for singing and decided that it was something that I wanted to do kind of full time. Um, I guess somewhere in high school, I, I did a lot of music stuff in high school, and I did some traveling and. And I did a lot of extracurriculars then, and I really discovered a love for it. And then I actually went off to college. Um, I'm a music business major right now. I'm, I'm a senior. I have one year left. And mm-hmm. um, I've gotten the opportunity to do some really cool stuff at college. And um, I take professional voice, and I'm in my college choir. We 
literally traveled all over the world. And we sang at the, uh, Obama's second inauguration. And oh, wow. We sang, we sang in the Vatican in Italy. And oh, wow. You know, I had a lot of cool chances. I've had a really, yeah, I've, I've been really blessed with a lot of awesome opportunities. And, um, but yeah, I think that that all started in high school. I think that that's, uh, my mom looked at me one day and, and she said, I'd always wanted to do something in the medical field. I always wanted to be a doctor or something, you know, to make a lot of money. But my <laughs> mom looked at me and said, um, you know, I just don't, you're so, you love music so much and you're so good at it, I don't think that you could do something else for the rest of your life and be happy. And I kind of think that that was my moment where I decided that, you know, this is really what I love. Wow. And I want to see what I wanted to share with people about me. Wow. And, you know, you talk about your family a little bit. It's really important to have those natural supports, isn't it? Yes, sir. Oh, they, I have such a huge family, and they're all so supportive. Um, they have seen things like this in me long before I saw them in myself. Mm. They have pushed me to do, you know, so many different things growing up, and they're the reason that I even, honestly, that I even took this chance and had the confidence to, to seek out this opportunity. Awesome. All right, so... Before I let you go, I want to just get your opinion on working with Adam Levine. Obviously, you can't get into specifics because the show is still unfolding, but can you share share with us what you can as far as your experience working with Adam? Yeah, um, my experience working with Adam so far has been incredible. He is one of the coolest people ever. He's just like a really cool guy. Mm -hmm. Um but it's not in like an intimidating way at all. He's really real and he's really honest. Um, and he has a great ear for harmonies and, and for um, for melody and just for um, like ad-libs and different things. He has a really great musical ear and he's an awesome arranger. And so working with him, um, I've gotten to try, you know, some cool things and stretch myself and... Um, yeah, I've, I've really appreciated his honesty, but also I've just appreciated his professionalism. That is great. Well, look, man, we really, really appreciate you joining the uh, BradCooney.com podcast. Um, I look forward to having you back on as this thing goes forward. But before I let you go, um, talk about your social networks, where people can follow you, um, you know, websites, anything like that you want, you want to touch on. I'm on Facebook. Um, if you go to www.facebook.com slash Jordan Smith Live, um, you can find me on Facebook. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram as um, Jordan Smith Live as well. Um, and I'm also on Periscope under the same, under the same thing. I think it's under the same thing. And, um, yeah, I just really appreciate you having me on. Um, the video, actually, it's crazy. The video almost has 4 million views tonight in just two days oh my so there's already been there's already been a huge reaction and i've already just, you know developed such a large following so i just yeah i really appreciate it and i'm super thankful but thanks for having me on the show is there anything you want to say to your fans in closing um yeah i just want to say thank you um it's, it's seriously been a crazy ride in just the, the past two days and i'm looking forward to what the future holds but um, i'm just super super grateful this is impossible without all of them and i just I'm super grateful.